Hey everyone, welcome back to Teenager Therapy. I'm Gael. I'm Thomas. I'm Kayla. And welcome back to another episode. Something that we always feel weird talking about is drugs because I feel like our audience, I always think of them as younger, mm-hmm. but I know some of them are, okay, I know most of them are the same age as us because a lot of them kind of grew up listening with us and they just, we're all in college, but there's also a lot of younger listeners. And so sometimes I'm like, makes me feel odd because there's younger people and i'm like is this a bad influence is this all of this but then i remember wait isn't the whole point that like not talking about it doesn't help like yeah when you were younger you Mm -hmm. wish somebody would have talked about it so you could be like oh it just feels iffy because it's a public platform and those types of conversations are the kind you have with your friends in private and not posted right to the internet doesn't Um, solve our issue unfortunately yeah but the main question we kind of are answering or talking about, am I abusing substances? Am I abusing, am I drinking too much? Am I smoking too much? Do I need to quit? Do I need to watch out for something? That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. First of all, I just think that it's difficult to be a good judge yourself as to whether you're doing too much of any drug yeah especially since at least weed is weed and alcohol they're very normalized and let's say you're going out every weekend and drinking or having a smoke it's is that too often like every weekend because i used to see people do that and i was like whoa how can they do that every weekend and now that i'm in college it does seem like the norm and i don't question it but it's it just gets so normalized so quickly it does it really does it really does especially if you're around people that are heavy drinkers it makes you or your drug use or anything seem like normal yeah and it just normalizes the whole idea of it. That sometimes you start thinking like, huh, like this is totally fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just, I don't know. It really kind of fucks with you. I know scientifically, like it just, when you're young and your, your shit isn't developed, it's just not a good idea. Really more than like once, like a month or something. Mm-hmm. But that's not really realistic. Yeah. And I think especially at school, it's just routine. And it's also a social thing. Where, like, you're drinking with your friends. You're smoking with your friends. And in a way, it's a bonding activity. Um, And if you don't see your friends, let's say, throughout the weekday, and you finally see them on the weekend, and they want to drink, and you want to hang out with them, you know, it's like, do you do you take that drink? What's a girl to do? Do you take that hit? What do you do? <laughs> like, you want you want to be with them. Yeah. And enjoy their presence and whatever. Or but. Mm-hmm. do you feel like you can't enjoy the same way when sober? It's a different enjoyment. But yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. It's different. And it depends on the type of environment that you're going to be in. If you're at Very home, true. then okay, maybe not. But if you yeah. are going out, it's very weird if you don't. Because everyone else is and you're the only sober one. So then that kind of feels isolating. Like not isolating, but you're just the odd one out. And you can tell that the vibes are just not 
aligned <laughs> with you. Yeah. Or you you just don't feel as fully connected with Yeah, exactly. Else. Yeah, that makes sense. It feels like you're above them slightly. Because, oh, oh <laughs> no, not that. Because, no, mentally, <laughs> mentally, it feels like you're in a different place because you're sober. So, of course, okay. you're fucking like... Not above them. Maybe not okay. above them, but you're just... In a different bubble. In okay. a different in bubble. In a different yeah. bubble, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, your bias okay, looked up, baby. Okay, chill the fuck out. Above them, not in that way, I obviously. Know, it's, just, it's just the way you said it. It feels like you're in your own bubble, in your own world. Yeah. And the fucking, like, I don't know, I'm going to keep saying, in your own world, in a different wavelength, in a different vibe, on a different radio frequency. Just say it feels above like them is just wild. <laughs> I don't know. No, I know you did. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. So I could see that. I feel like I've gone to parties and events where i feel like i'm the only sober one and yeah you do you do i think i could still enjoy myself and have fun but other times it feels like you're just like the responsible or the one that has to take care of everyone the one responsible for everyone and also i think there's different social rules because it's also weird interacting with drunk people because obviously quickly that can be very problematic like oh why are you sober interacting with someone drunk and stuff like that you know so huh? what do you mean by that because i feel like if you're at a party and you're sober and everyone around you is drunk is it like ethically or morally correct to hit on anyone or like you know do any other party stuff um because if you're i sober, never thought yeah, about same. that ever really yeah because because okay this is like a whole different topic but it just goes into the question of like if there's two people that are both drunk can they consent to either making out or anything more than that oh, and if it's okay. a, and if you're sober with a drunk person okay that's different. well i in that case i mean if you're just talking to the person mm, i think it's completely fine yeah, like, yeah. even if but, you compliment yeah. them like or like oh i think you're really pretty i think that's fine but if you're going to try to escalate it into something more yeah. physical then that's a different yeah story and so that's another yeah. aspect and shouldn't not enjoyable when and it, also the state of their drugness mm -hmm. like if they're like stumbling and whatever but if they're like sipping on a drink and they're not like drunk and just tipsy then like they can have com a conversation oh of course conversations yeah i'm talking about like even just things like kissing someone you know oh like not even really um, talking about sex or anything no because you know how like drunk people kiss each other at parties all the time yeah, yeah i mean it's because they're not really thinking. Exactly. So, so that's the so, other layer. So I don't know if that's morally correct. I don't know if that's it's right. And that's the other layer you have to think about when you're sober, when play people are drunk. And so I think in school, you a lot of people feel that pressure. And so they drink more than they might want to themselves or do any sort of other drug more than they might want to just because it's like, what other option do you have? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think... I mean, we have been relatively exposed to drugs and alcohol from a pretty early age. Like, even in middle school, kids would be smoking weed, which would be crazy. Like, literally, before <laughs> the morning even started. At the playground. Smoking like, out of an apple. apple like, I don't know. So, you know, we've had our fair share of, like, observing people and all of that. And going to college it's a much different scene because parties are happening like every single weekend and it's a lot more than just weed and alcohol now it's harder drugs and it's hard to navigate that like what 
where do you draw the line? What do you try? What do you not try? Yeah. And it sucks because... Especially if you have, like, a very adventurous spirit. Like, me personally, I love to say that I want to try everything at least once in life. But It's uh, a slippery slope. It is a slippery slope. (laughs) When it comes to drugs. Yeah, and that's what sucks about drug culture is that because it becomes normalized so quickly and you see you don't see like any immediate negative side effects it just makes you think like oh it wasn't even that bad like they're fine it makes you feel like you're being dramatic for not wanting to try something once right because if you start getting into harder drugs like i don't know what's common fucking coke ecstasy molly dmc i don't know anything above alcohol or weed right anything above that I think there, when I was younger, and even now, of course, there's still that stigma of like, oh, those are that's a little bit more. You got to be more responsible to do that. You got to really like, I don't know, it's a lot more adventurous. But then you see people your age doing it, doing it frequently, more than once a year, a couple times, yeah. every couple months, and they're fine. Like they're doing fine. There's no, they're not fucked up. There's like this, you know, stigma we have against it that if you try it once, like your life is gonna go to shambles and stuff. And none of that happens, and so it does make you wonder, like. Am I being too dramatic? Am I being too sensitive? Am I being too scared? Like, why shouldn't I just try it once when they offered, you know? Mm -hmm. And keep in mind, this is not to say try it, but it's just, I feel like that's the pressure a lot of people feel. Yeah. It's the question of whether using drugs responsibly is a possibility at all, if that makes sense. Like, can (sighs) you do cocaine responsibly? Um, and I don't know. No, because I, I think just, about I, that. I, I don't really think you can. And I think that's kind of the point of it anyways. Like, it's not supposed to be a responsible choice. But I don't know. People say they have it under control. But how much control can you have over it? Yeah, I don't know. I When I first heard the question, I leaned towards yes, you can do it responsibly. But there's always I risk. I don't mean it, in a, minimize freq- it. in a frequent way. Like, if you're going to do it once, twice, yes, you can do it responsibly. But then, it, like, how how are they going to know that they're only going to do it that one time? Well, I don't. That's why you have <laughs> yeah. to be resp- have to trust yourself, because yeah. if not, then you probably shouldn't. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. Like, I just wonder, because, of course, there's always risk involved with yeah. any sort of drug. Yeah. So that's out of the question. It's just, I think about the things that people advocate for like scientists and researchers educators Mm -hmm. like don't try any drug don't do it you know abstinence shouldn't get involved with like anything like that but yeah it's just that like but what are the actual long-term effects if you tried it once when you were 19 or 20 21 and now you're like you tried it once and now you're 60 and be like i tried it once you know is it really gonna like Mm -hmm. it's i don't think it's the matter of trying it once it's trying it once and liking it and then you go for more and it becomes a regular That's thing the real yeah. and like you don't know if you're going to like it until you do it and you do it just out of spontaneity yeah. or whatever and that's why it's like can you do drugs responsibly like even just trying it that first time you know the risk involved and that there's a chance that you're going to get hooked on addiction it. happens so quickly it's scary and it scares me i get it honestly traps you. yeah i get more than anything, because I've never tried any hard drug, really. And I have friends that have. And I just get so much anxiety for them. Because I'm like... Because I... That question is, 
what if they like it too much? You know, they might say it only once. Only I just wanted to try it once, and then and then, but then suddenly you hear like, I want to try it again. And so now I'm like, oh my god, you just never know where it's gonna end up. You never know when it's gonna stop because it's hard to believe people do something once and then never ever do it again. Yeah, that's I mean, especially difficult. If they like it, and yeah. with drugs, it's hard not to like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've had like some. I had I've had like specific scenarios with like people in my life as well, where. I see them and they're like not in the most mentally stable or just mentally healthy from what I can assume point in their lives. And then they try a drug and they swear. And this is when it gets scary when they say like, no, I just kind of want to try once and then I'll be done with it. But then they start saying stuff like, oh, but I have to because it's like this reason. So like, I'll just like what? Like I have to because it's this thing going on. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh, that's when it starts to scare me. I just listen to them and I like, I'm trying my hardest to not like, you know, I can't be a fucking helicopter parent or a parent for them. Like that's their own choice or their own person. Yeah. But it does get you because you're just like, oh fuck. Like regardless, if you choose to try a drug, I feel like it affects you, but it also affects the people around you and like the people close to you. Because ultimately, if I have someone I'm close with, I can't really do anything about it, but I know if they fall into any sort of addiction, I will also be responsible for that or I will feel some sense of responsibility for that, which, you know, maybe I shouldn't because it's not my life. But I think it's kind of inevitable. So it's when you... I hate when people kind of near near me start trying more and more drugs because it makes me feel like, oh, fuck, I got to be responsible if something goes wrong. And I hate that feeling. Yeah, I I think for me, I'm not so much scared of like getting addicted to a drug but i'm just scared of the effects of it during and me myself not being able to control my body or like what i'm thinking Mm. (laughs) like i hate the feeling of not being in control and so that's what scares me the most but i i never really put that much thought like what if i get addicted to this really that's my i've like never thought about that maybe you just trust yourself yeah, I mean, nobody I thinks know. that they're gonna get addicted to anything, and then they do. Yeah, so. it just comes out of nowhere. Oh, I do. I get scared. Well, obviously, but like I'm saying, oh. like in general, no one's like, <laughs> I know I'm gonna get addicted to it, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Oh, like, right. No one, right. No one does that unless I, mean, I don't know. But yeah, for me, it's the opposite. I'm scared that I'm gonna like the drug, not that I'm gonna feel bad during it. Like I actually, I right. trust myself that during, even if it goes bad, I'm like, I'll be fine. Like I won't fucking die. Like I doubt anything bad will happen. I think like mentally I'm relatively stable and can handle it, but I'm just scared of liking it too much and wanting to do it again and being like, oh fuck. Now I have this urge to do this thing that I didn't have before I tried it. So it's like, whenever I think about if I would try like a certain drug that's maybe more intense, my first concern is, do I really want to like forever have this urge to try it again after I try it once or should I just never try it and then never feel the urge, you know? Cause I don't know what it feels like. So True. I'll never have that curiosity to True. do it again. It's a hard thing to balance. I mean, do you have that mindset? Like you want to try everything once you see, I, in, in general, in life, I would like to try everything once. Like pretty, I'm a pretty open person. I'm like, you have one life to experience everything. Why wouldn't you want to try it once? But like Thomas said, it gets more complicated when you're talking about drugs and like harder drugs. I think when it comes to drugs, 
I don't know if I would ever be fucking trying shit like heroin. Like, come on, like, really? No, like, we're good. But there's other drugs like psychedelics and such that, I mean, when used recreationally or yeah. medicinally, have stronger side effects and can be helpful. So the thought is tempting, but it, again, it's just like, do I want to try it once? Like, even for alcohol, I don't drink. I don't drink. Never got drunk. None of that. And sometimes I'm like, why? Why don't I drink? For me, it's kind of just, honestly. You're scared you're going to like it. Um, Is that it? Or is it like trauma? I'm, I think a, some, a lot of it is just trauma. And I just don't. I feel icky to think of myself drunk. And it just doesn't seem like that's what I would enjoy. But then also, it, it, I feel like it gets harder to say no after you've done it once. Because now everyone kind of has the argument of like, you've already tried it once just try once more like i think a, mm. i think a lot of friends pressure me to drink once try it once and i always say no but sometimes i do it's like well what's the harm in just doing it once you know but i'm like no because again to my point if i do it once it gets easier and easier to do it again and at that point you're like i've already done it seven times like really one more like but do you, i mean with drinking are you like you wouldn't want to do it more than once because why I don't know. No reason. I literally just said, don't want to do it. And I just don't want to do it. And, but yeah, that's the thing with the slippery slope. It's like, try everything once. It's like, I know there's no harm. Like, if I choose one of these days to just get really fucking drunk and experience that once, I'll live. My life will go on. Never do it again. That's fine. So, but I know I don't want to, but I'm like, but there's no harm in doing it once. So I have like that pressure inside me of like mm -hmm. i see both sides you know it's also interesting kayla that you say that you just don't like the feeling of feeling out of control yeah because i feel like that's <laughs> the feeling wrong. i like really yeah that's like the enjoyable control? part yeah mm -hmm. i i guess i'm just scared of what i'm g gonna like think during that time or like am i gonna think too negatively mm. and then i'm gonna spiral into something or like yeah, I just can't control myself or something. I don't yeah. know. No, I get that because I feel like I get scared of, like, my the sides of myself that I don't like to put out there <laughs> yeah. are just gonna yeah, come exactly. out. Yeah, no, and that's why. There's no, there's nothing I can do that's about my it. Concern. Yeah. Because I think a lot of the times, if I were to want to experiment with like a drug other than like weed or something, I would want to be either by myself or with like a close group of people but i don't think i would ever want to do it for my first time at least in let's say a big crowd or a party or a club or something yeah like that. going to I a just, giant fucking raven and i think i would like pass out <laughs> i don't know how people can do that especially if it's their first time props to them i admire you but um i think i would just be way too overwhelmed and i i don't think i can do it so i would want to try it in the comfort of my own space mm -hmm. knowing that i'll be safe that's another thing too i just want to feel safe during it you know if i'm with random people partying or whatever and something were to happen i'm sorry but that's yeah. just like it's not the best place to be if something bad does happen if i have a bad reaction to it yeah knowing yourself and if you're ready for something is very important because I know people get pressured into trying stuff 
and they're not in the right state of mind and it's just i've heard a lot of bad stories yeah that's why i'm a big advocate for being in the right state of mind like i was saying earlier like i hate when i see friends try drugs knowing they're just not doing good mentally and i'm like babes like fix your life first before you go and try this drug like well i mean you kind of have to be a little more sympathetic because they're doing it to treat their life oh well yeah yeah. of course and that's the sad part of it like of course i sympathize and i'm like you poor soul i wish like you were had more warmth and love around you but it's still like i get that of course there's that side but there's also the logical side that's like oh my fucking god that's just dumb a dumb idea like i get why you do it i fully understand Mm -hmm. like no judgment but it's a dumb idea and i'm like if you're gonna try a drug like thomas said make sure you're in a good spot mentally don't get to the point where you're doing a drug because you're at something. a low point in your yeah, life. Yeah, that's when it really gets worrying. Like every time I see people do that, it just never ends well. Like it never ends well. Don't do it. If you're doing good though, then there's a bigger chance to do it responsibly. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're vulnerable, then there's a greater likelihood that you can go back to that drug just for some feeling of comfort or happiness or whatever it is. It's so sad. Makes me so sad. Like, yeah. Another thing about alcohol is that it's not only a necessary like part in going out and being social, but also workplace environments and networking and all of that. So I don't know. I feel like if you don't drink, you have a lot of limitations socially. I. I never realized how big drinking was until, you know, going to college and even at mixers, social events or, yeah, just workplace, quote unquote, workplace events. Um, drinking is just a casual thing to do. And I that took me by surprise because I, I would think, like, why would you want to drink if you're with your colleagues or like, why would you want to drink if you're just here to network? And that yeah. still kind of surprises me because. Because I don't you fully let understand it. You mingle and you're taking away the stress and everything. So which it goes into another deals. question where like is how much of that can be considered abusing substances? Do you know what I mean? So much. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. In college it's very hard to tell because it's every weekend. Yeah. And you have this long week of classes and work and what do you do to like help yourself feel better and celebrate you go out and you drink and you smoke and you do all sorts of stuff and well the thing is the reality is like yeah most people do abuse it yeah it's just so normalized yeah it's like drug abuse alcohol abuse it is very normalized like it's just it's like what can you do i don't know it takes some I think it takes a lot of willpower to not actively participate, I suppose, which makes sense because there's so many social benefits to it. Um, yeah, and also just growing up, you know, we would obviously see it as middle schoolers <laughs> with our own age, but I mean, at least in my case, you know, you see it with your parents as well and, you know, your uncles, family parties. And I know that Mexican culture drinking is a huge thing. 
I mean, they'll swear off weed and say it's like the devil's drug, but like they're totally 100% okay with alcohol. And so obviously growing up, you'd think, you know, I'm never going to do that. Or like, I would never drink as much as they do. Um, but then you reach that point and you're like, wait, (laughs) (laughs) what's going on? You know? Um, so yeah, a lot of it is just family too. Yeah. People grew up around it. I feel like I have the thing with alcohol too, is that the negative side effects are long-term. So a lot of the friends that we see now, like doing fine that I'm like, I mean, they're drinking three, four times a week and they're, they're not like dead or they're like doing fine. So it normalizes one drinking more often ourselves, but also it sucks because in the future, like they're going to have a lot more health problems. And it's just so hard when you're young. It does. And I think when you're young, it's just so hard to believe that it actually will. You're like, there's no way something I did 20 years ago is going to catch up, but it really does. And that's, that is wild. That is very, very sad. So I don't know if you drink, drink responsibly. Like, What else can you say? I think a lot of people are like in school. It's always a complete definitive, like say no to drugs. Don't do, you know, don't drink, don't do it, whatever. But they never talk about like how, like, okay, if I do do it, how do I do in a safe way? Like, (laughs) you know, it's always just so definitive. Debating whether there is a safe way. It's yeah. just, I don't know. I don't know what to do. It really depends on the person, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. and your willpower and how accessible it is to you. Your mental yeah. state. Just don't be in a rush to try things, you know? Yeah. Like, you have a long time. If you feel like it's the right time and you're at the right place and it's right mm-hmm. there, I mean... I don't know. I don't know. Let's bring it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's hard because of that pressure where you kind of have to do it before you reach a certain age where that kind of behavior isn't okay anymore. But when you're you know young and nineteen and everything, or in your early twenties, this kind of stuff slides. So I have that mindset where like, or like I think we all have that mindset where. We should do it now. Live while you're, we're young, and then go back to mm-hmm. not doing it. But yeah, because it's it's funny because I think if if you saw a parent drinking every week, like as much as young kids do, you'd be like, oh my god, they have a drinking problem. Yeah. You'd be concerned for their health. <laughs> yeah. But we just feel like it's different because we're young. It's like no, it's fine, right? Like it's it's the same. It's the same. It's the but it's the same it's thing. Even worse because your brain isn't fucking developed and shit. Like. Mm-hmm. yeah and everyone's just making bad decisions and just yeah <laughs> you know sometimes i'm like i swear to god if i like live my whole life trying to be as healthy as possible and not partake in this and then being like the first one to fucking die versus someone that like drank versus someone that like drank like constantly <laughs> and they're still going up to 98 i'm gonna be like fuck. you need to find an in-between so that you can also like live. experience things you yeah. know yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like just choosing what I want to experience. Yeah. So that would be my in between. What do I genuinely want to try, and what's kind of more boring? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, we can't advocate for anything, but yeah, just, just have an open mind, I guess. Have an open mind. I think really the big takeaways 
be in a good mental state. Don't yeah. do it because something's going wrong. That no matter what, bad. if Never. you are going to do it, always, always just know yourself. Yeah. Wait till you're doing good. And you'll probably enjoy more. You'll probably do whatever. Yeah. Who knows? And even then, the urge to do it might disappear if you are doing good. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's true. Literally. Literally. Oh, my God. Yeah. You'll make better decisions that way. Be safe. Be responsible. I'm sure you hear all that all the time. I don't really think we are the ones that you need to hear from again. Um, but also, it's tricky navigating this topic because we don't want to say the wrong thing or encourage the wrong thing. So. Or incriminate ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah try be fucking mindful it always comes down to mindfulness like of course the episode titles am i drinking too much am i abusing this substance too much am i smoking too much be honest with yourself like literally be honest with yourself i it's it's not good to make excuses for yourself like oh just because of this or because of this or because my friends do it like it's so dumb just be mindful of why you are doing it why you feel the need and you'll be good so yeah just take care of yourself <laughs> literally anyways you can follow us on instagram tiktok wherever at teenager therapy come say hi and we'll see you in the next episode bye bye, bye.